Welcome to the CFO Corner. My name is Nick Ezzo, and I'm your host. In the CFO Corner, we sit down with CFOs and corporate finance professionals to hear about the innovative approaches and technology they use to scale and grow their organizations. They share the challenges they're facing with mundane, repetitive tasks, and they give their takes on what they'd like to see in the corporate finance function that can help CFOs achieve a stress-free working life. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Kenny Jen, who is a senior manager at Pilot CFO Services Division. Uh, he's going to talk with us today about his thoughts on the role of finance, corporate finance, and the CFO. Welcome, Kenny. Hi, Nick. Great to be here. All right. Kenny, first question for you. Uh, in your opinion, how has the role of the CFO or finance people in general, how, how has the role changed in the last five to 10 years? And where do you see that function heading in the next five years? Great question, Nick. So just full disclosure, in my experience in regards to this view, as well as the questions after are usually related to the fact that I had a lot of experience within the CPG space and the consumer industries. So that kind of geared towards in those directions and the unique nuances uh, regarding those. So in, in my view, the, the role has transformed in terms of transitioning from something of which involved a lot of data collection and accuracy, and now a lot more is around the system building around those processes and gradually moving towards the interpretation of that data and actions associated with it. So I think what's super interesting is you're really starting to see that melding of finance and operations come together as the data becomes more accurate and there's a lot more interpretation around it of really understanding what's going on on the ground floor and what are the numbers telling us. And with that kind of information, you're really able to take that and lead to actionable insights, if not also the the tracking and execution of it at the same time. So now you're starting to really see CFOs and a lot of members of the finance team be part of that strategic element and also understanding kind of what has happened and to work really closely with operations to understand what we can do in terms of tactical actions to you know, improve operations or to discover more insights and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I see that happening um, over the last five years as well. Um, the, the fact that there's been a, a, a rise of, of business operations, finance operations, um, finance transformation as a role within the organization. Um, yes. These are folks who are tasked with literally helping finance people put together a technology stack that will help them reach yeah. their business goals. So while we're talking about technology, what are some of the more, more disruptive technology trends that you've observed uh, over the last few years in accounting and finance? Yeah, so you know, I, I'd say the most exciting parts that I see in terms of the innovation there is around automation, just the manual processes side of things. I think a lot of the work associated back in the day with with finance and accounting functions was really taking documentations and being able to translate them across different platforms or make sure that everything's talking at the same time about it. So there's most of it is really related to reconciliation, right? And now you're seeing a lot of that technology really try to make that process as seamless as possible. So now it's more so clicking a button and trying to make sure that everything talks to each other at the same time, maybe a little bit of time on quality checking, but you know, I, I think that's that's the area where I see the most amount of room for improvement in terms of the function in those roles, because that the more we're able to condense the time related to that, the more we're able to really start thinking about what those numbers mean and the tactical red flags associated with it. I think one of the biggest challenges that I see in regards to roles like these is that balance between the execution of the data collection and then being able to have the processing time and brain power to interpret that information. I think those are two 
uh, uh, those two things really do fight each other in terms of a person's time. And so the more we're able to automate the processes regarding data collection accuracy and the immediate categorization of transactions, the more we're able to really look at the big picture and understand if, you know, wh what those numbers mean, if there's any red flags, if there's anything that we should be aware of and what we can do to improve our financial profile. Yeah, so what I hear you saying is that you've got these routine mundane tasks that are really kind of bogging people down and slowing down the, the work yeah. uh, where people really want to spend their time at a higher level providing insight and analytics and recommendations instead of spending all their time copying and pasting and trying to make sure that there's no errors in the data. Um, so, you know, it, that sounds like it's a, an area that's ripe for automation. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, so I'll ask the question, the obvious question, are robots going to take away accounting jobs? Yeah, I, I would say... No, not not at all. I, I, I would definitely say that we're taking away the mundane kind of execution oriented tasks of which, you know, I, I think I think a good example really is the evolution of, say, the finance role in investment banking, where people used to have to draw the graphs and kind of use data on write write out their data. And now you're you see that transition more towards utilizing technology to create more comprehensive and in-depth insights. But it doesn't mean that the profession went away. It actually just it just transitioned a lot more into the strategic elements of the job. Which is which in at the end of the day, when I talk with a lot of finance professionals and accounting professionals, that's kind of the direction they want to go in their career anyways. And so the technology actually allows us to focus in on, I would argue, the areas that most of us are much more interested in. And at the same time, it allows us to look a lot more at a infrastructure level rather than a process level as to the way information is collected, how we're doing it on a monthly basis. You know, I think being able to become more of a system designer and looking at things from a thousand foot view is kind of where the role is transitioning into. Yeah, so you work with a lot of finance people and you know you advise a lot of CFOs and, and, and finance teams. Um, if, from what you're hearing when you talk to folks, if you could solve one problem, if you had a magic wand that you could wave it and solve one problem in finance and accounting, what would be that one thing that you would solve? Immediate magical context pulling for transactions. So you see something weird in the books to be able to click on it and then see the exact source of where it came from, how it got there and who inputted it, I think would save us just millions of hours collectively. I think a lot of work that becomes a big pain on in the accounting and finance function is when you have to do deep dives and really start helping with sourcing, you know, when you're doing either doing some kind of diligence or really trying to dive into why numbers are performing the way they are. One of the hardest things is really to look back at something, not know where the source is, and then have to connect the dots manually, looking at different sources, looking at different PDFs. And that that's really where I think a big chunk of hours just accelerate exponentially. And so if there was a way to really easily, and maybe it's it, it's really pulling pulling the right technologies together in the APIs to quickly be able to click on a transaction and then the immediate PDF of which a person inputted that expense just pops up right in front of you, that would that would mean the world to me. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So um any final thoughts, Kenny, before we sign off here on our uh, podcast? No, I, I um I, I will say, you know, I'd say I'd love to talk a little bit about the kind of CPG world and kind of what we've seen on, on the CFO side where the biggest topic I would argue right now is really related to working capital. Now that we're in a much more cash constrained environment, there is a huge emphasis around the, the ability to manage your cash through not just your profit and loss, but then also your purchases. Now that becomes a lot more important aspect of the conversation because now in this world, because you're not able to necessarily get easily lines of credit or equity financing, 
you have to be able to understand where your cash is going. And so you might be paper gains, but then you could be cash losses simply because all that working capital, all that AP and AR is just sucking up all that cash and you can't run your operations. And so now I think CFOs really have to think a lot more strategically and have more tools in their hand to understand how they can allocate cash tactically on a week to week basis. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a cliche, but we hear it over and over again. You know, cash is king. Cash is the lifeblood of every organization. And if you're not managing it, quite frankly, you know, you you're not doing um, the the you're not doing the service to your business that you need to. So with that, I'd like to thank Kenny Jen for spending the time with us today. I learned something today, as I always do on these. Um, on behalf of Auditoria and the rest of the CFO Corner team, I'd like to thank you for listening and have a great day. Thank you. Take care, Nick.